You've seen the big plays. Jaron stepping to his right, looking, looking, stopping, firing, end zone, touchdown! You've heard what the playmakers and coaches have had to say. Up for a three, got it! But now it's time to go behind the mic with BYU Sports Broadcasters to get their distinctive take on the games. Oh, what an aggressive play! This is Behind the Mic with host Cleon Wall. We're here to bring you unique insights and stories from the BYU Sports Broadcasters who cover the Cougars and from the Cougars themselves. There's a brand new BYU radio podcast that has just debuted called Kaboom. It's full of original audio drama adventures for the whole family to enjoy. It covers a lot of different genres such as sci-fi, fantasy, western, and even a musical. So you're probably thinking, why are we even talking about an audio drama on Behind the Mic? Well, it just so happens that one of the episodes involves Vikings, zombies, and a football game. That should be reason enough to talk about it. Brian Tanner, the senior producer of the Kaboom podcast, joins me now. Uh, Brian, this episode is called The Viking Mascot. Where did this idea germinate from? So the idea for this story came to me a few years ago. I was listening to a story on the radio um, about a mascot at a high school that was she was very clumsy in real life. But as soon as she put on this mascot suit, all of a sudden she had all the confidence in the world and could all of a sudden do all these tricks and flips and had so much swagger. And then she would take it off again and be be really shy and everything. And I thought, that's an interesting character right there. I, I, I like that idea. And I kind of filed it away, but I didn't really have a story to put that character into um, until I learned about something called the Kensington Runestone, which I, you're shaking your head like that you haven't heard what of this. What is that? <laughs> um, it is something that I uh, found out about, fell into a Wikipedia wormhole, you know, <laughs> and uh, it is a stone that was uncovered in a farmer's field in Minnesota in the 1890s. And the farmer pulled it out and he said, Aha! This is a stone that the Vikings left here 700 years ago. It was covered in ancient writing. And that led to the popular perception that persists until today that Vikings visited Minnesota. You know, the football team is called the Minnesota Vikings and whatnot. As soon as experts saw the stone, they said, no, this is a fake. But the perception had already taken hold by then. And I don't know, something about that just kind of combined with the mascot idea. I'm like, Vikings, mascot? Okay, there we go. (laughs) That's that's the story. (laughs) What's the message that you are trying to portray in this story, not just that this person seems to have, well, I'll say magical abilities, but uh-huh. superhuman abilities when they put this this Viking mascot clothing on. But it, it, what is it that you're trying to portray that you, that you want kids and families to know more about? You know, actually, that's the thing. When I was thinking about this story, I thought, do I want to write a story where the suit is actually magical? And I thought, no, I don't want to. It's just a regular suit. It does nothing. I make this show with Sam Payne, who is the host of The Appleseed, and he has referred to this as a Dumbo's feather story. (laughs) Dumbo didn't need the feather to fly, but he thought that it was giving him the power. But in the end, you realize, like, I have this inside of me. I have this ability. I don't actually need this suit. I can be strong. I can be confident. And so I think that's the message that we want to get across is like you have reserves of strength and confidence inside of you that maybe you don't even know that you have. This audio drama involves a football game. So you decided to get 
Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton from BYU Sports Nation to join you on this podcast. Was it hard for them to get into character as football announcers? No, not in the slightest. Oh my gosh, it was such a riot working with those guys. You know, when you're making an audio drama, you cannot rely on visuals. You know, it's not like a movie or TV. And so you have to be able to create the picture in the people's minds. And so I thought, how can I all of this action involving football, involving zombies. How can I do that? And I thought, aha, announcers. <laughs> and I thought, man, we've got some ringers here in the building. <laughs> so I went to Spencer and Jerem. They were way into the idea. We got him into the recording studio. I had written a script, but I said, guys, I just want you to recreate your dynamic that you see on Sports Nation, that you see on your other broadcasts that you do. I want you guys to riff back and forth with each other. They did a lot of ad-libbing, and it was just so much fun. I loved working with them. Well, without further ado, from the Kaboom podcast here from BYU Radio, here is the Viking mascot. Today on Kaboom. The Kensington Vikings call a timeout. The team needs you. So slap that big foam Viking head on and get out there. I think I'm going to throw up. It's a scene of total chaos on the field. A zombie Vikings charge. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kaboom. This is a show full of original audio adventures for the whole family to enjoy together. I'm Sam Payne, and I'm here with Brian Tanner. Hey, Sam. So as always on Kaboom, each episode will take you to new places with new characters and new situations. And today we've got an adventure that pulls in some Norse mythology and a quirky little bit of Minnesota history. (laughs) So, Sam, before we started working on this story, had you ever heard of the Kensington runestone. Nope. (laughs) But it was the thing that sparked the idea for this story. The Kensington runestone is a rock covered in ancient looking writing. And it was discovered in Minnesota over 120 years ago. It was supposedly left there by a group of Vikings over 700 years ago. But most experts consider the stone a fake. But Sam, What if it wasn't fake? Hmm? (laughs) That's kind of where we go with this story. And as you're listening, you might ask yourself, what if you suspected that a wild sounding local legend was actually true? Mm. Do you think anyone would believe you if you told them? And what would you do if that legend put your town into danger? And besides the Viking elements, this story also pulls in a little high school football for good (laughs) measure. And so we brought in a couple of ringers as guest stars, actual sportscasters, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, the hosts of the BYU radio show, BYU Sports Nation. And one thing that was fun about making the project is that it starts out like a sports cast, but you'll hear that it takes a dramatic turn into where... Well, of course, an epic fantasy battle with a horde of undead Vikings. Undead Vikings, you say? Well, (laughs) let's get down to it then. Kaboom presents the original audio drama, The Viking Mascot. With two seconds left in the game, down by four on their own 20-yard line, the Kensington Vikings call a timeout. You can feel the crowd getting nervous that their perfect season could come to an end tonight against the Elbow Leg Dragons in the penultimate game of the season. They called timeout. Okay, Conrad, it's go time. I think 
I'm gonna throw up. You always say that, and then you go out and nail it. No, Freya. This time I really can't do it. It's too much pressure. Trust me. Every time you put on that mascot suit and become Sigurd the Viking, it's like suddenly you've got all the confidence in the world. Right now, the team needs you. So slap that big foam Viking head on and get out there! If I put on that head now, I think I'll hyperventilate. <sighs> then I'll put it on for you. See, you're already standing up straighter. How do you feel? <sighs> Ready to slay. That's my Viking! Now go lead this team to victory! Right on cue, here comes the mascot. Sigurd the Viking striding onto the field to inject some life into the home crowd. He's got the whole cheerleader squad in tow waving those green Kensington flags. Look at this. They may have a little skit plan. The cheerleaders are heading off to the opposite end zone. The Kensington Vikings have been a historically terrible team for decades. But this season, their new mascot, Sigurd, came along with all kinds of swagger and confidence, and it seems to have rubbed off on the team. It looks like the cheerleaders are holding something up. Uh, okay, it, it's a cardboard cutout of Faulkner the Dragon, Elbow Lake's mascot. Sigurd's on the opposite end of the field, working the crowd, hyping them up into a frenzy. Yeah, he's pointing all the way down to the opposite side of the field at that dragon cutout. It's a good 70 yards to his target. Good luck with that, Sigurd. Sigurd winds up. <laughs> it's an absolute blast. That Viking's got an incredible arm. And Sigurd slays Faulkner. Rip that poor cardboard dragon's head cleanup. Incredible accuracy and power from the mascot. Sigurd gives us a big flex to boot, followed by a backflip. Maybe Sigurd should be suiting up at quarterback. What a throw, Conrad! Just like we practiced. Don't celebrate too soon, Freya. We still have to win the game. And the Vikings, in their signature green uniforms, line up for the final play of the game. They're going to need a Sigurd-sized throw to have any chance of a game-winning touchdown here. Quarterback Lars Jepsen has excelled under pressure all season, but this is his biggest test yet. Lars is looking over at Sigurd, who's giving some kind of signal. Omaha! Omaha! They're running their berserker play. Lars keeps the ball himself and finds a perfect seam right down the middle thanks to some tremendous blocking. Lars is to the 15, the 10, touchdown! Unbelievable! And now the crowd is rushing the field! This win sets up a pivotal showdown next Friday night here on their home field against another unbeaten opponent, the St. Michael Valkyries. It will be the first time Kensington has ever played for the Leif Erikson Cup, which is awarded to the best regular season team in all of Minnesota. You mean Leif, right? No, I said Leif. Okay. There are some wild stories about this cup being forged from actual Viking gold. <laughs> Gotta love Minnesota sports. Let's hear the post-game interview with quarterback Lars Jepsen. Go Vikes! Go They're bringing the Leif Erikson Cup here to Kensington next week, and there's no way we're letting St. Michael take it home again. I'd like to dedicate this win to someone who inspired our team to be fearless all year long. Sigurd! Conrad, that's you! The whole crowd wants you back out there! I shall proudly join my fellow Vikings on the field of battle. Right on cue, here's Sigurd leading the marching band onto the field. Kind of a 
a weird fight song, if you ask me. Slaying dragons and demons? Well, this is where the famous Kensington runestone was found more than a century ago, after all. It supposedly proved that the Vikings visited Kensington nearly 700 years ago. It's widely believed to be a hoax, but these folks here still take their Vikings very seriously. Well, that's it for us. We'll be back next Friday for the showdown for the Leif Erickson Cup. You mean the Leif Erickson Cup. Coming through. Hey, uh, excuse me. Hey, Conrad! Over here! Behind you! <sighs> Thanks, Freya. It was getting hard to breathe in that headpiece. You were so great out there tonight, Conrad. Thanks. Thanks again for practicing flips and throws with me all week. I couldn't have done it without you. Of course. But it does kind of baffle me that the Conrad I've known since third grade can barely do a cartwheel. But then you put that cigar suit on and suddenly you're like Legolas out there. I don't know why that is either. I only know that once I get this suit on, it's like I can do anything. Hey, there's the goat himself. Think fast. Yeah, you almost hit my head. Sorry, wasn't trying to take your head off like some cardboard dragon. <laughs> We're all heading for some frozen custard to celebrate. You coming? Thanks, but I'm good. What about you, Freya? He knows my name? Maybe next week, after we win the, uh, the trophy thingy. Suit yourselves. Can I have my ball back? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> A little short on the throw there, bud. Maybe Sigurd should give you some throwing lessons. That's what I'm talking about. I just watched you throw a ball the whole length of the field. That wasn't me. That was Sigurd. How many times do I have to tell you? Sigurd is you. You can do Anything Sigurd can do. I'm not in the mood for this lecture again. I just embarrassed myself in front of the team, just like at football tryouts. I'm gonna go get this sweaty suit off. Wait! Before you go, I've got to tell you about a breakthrough in my Viking research. Here we go with the runestone again. Once you get obsessed with something, you don't stop, do you, Freya? It, it was fine when it was World of Warcraft or samurai films, but everyone knows the runestone is just a flat-out hoax. There were no Vikings in Kensington. But I've seen some new corroborating evidence on the Viking subreddit. The Viking subreddit? Now, there's a reputable source. That's what I'm afraid of. You getting mixed up with some weird conspiracy theorists online. You know me. I wouldn't just believe anything I saw on the internet. I do my own research, and I believe I've located an ancient Viking burial ground right here in Kensington. Oh boy. And you'll never guess where it's located. The present day football field. The football field? Now I just need some hard evidence. Vikings were often buried with their weapons or treasure. If I could just dig something up, then I could take my findings to the Kensington Historical Society. You want to dig up the football field? Not the whole thing. Just a small hole, really. If I just find something small, then the full excavation of the field can begin. Excavation? But then they might cancel the game. Freya, I know this is exciting for you, but please just wait until the game's over before you do anything. I thought you'd be excited for me. You used to love doing research with me. Sometimes, I miss the pre-Sigurd, Conrad. I gotta go home and shower. See you in history class next week. <laughs> How are you gonna top that dragon decapitation act from last week? Oh, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Hey, Conrad, wait up!
bolted so fast out of history class, I didn't have a chance to show you something. You were never going to believe this. Okay, fine. But not out here. Follow me. Can I come too? Uh, fine. Brace yourselves. Whoa! Is that a sword? You betcha! It looks ancient. What are all those symbols carved into it? Uh, are you crazy? Bringing a sword to school. Uh, where did you get that? I found it with my metal detector under the football field. Under our football field? No way. What the heck, Freya? So now there's a big hole in the middle of the football field? Just a small hole. And I patched it up afterward. Are you serious? I told you to wait until after the game. I thought you'd be stoked that I found a Viking burial ground. A Viking burial ground. Sick. See, Conrad, here's someone that appreciates my discovery. Maybe Lars will join my excavation team. Digging up Viking graves? That sounds awesome. I know, right? Unless, of course, the Vikings weren't buried properly. Then we might have a Draugr situation on our hands. Draugr. That sounds familiar. Oh, like those zombie guys from Skyrim. Yeah, exactly like that. I didn't know you were into video games. We'd have to be careful about how we excavate, because the Vikings could rise from their graves and become Draugr if they think we're coming after their treasure. Lars, could you excuse Freya and me for a moment? Uh, sure. Freya, I'd love to hear more later. Viking zombies? Now you just sound crazy. For the first time in the school's lousy history, we're playing for the Leif Erikson Cup, and I'm a big part of that. And what do you do? Go and dig up the field and try and ruin that moment for me. This is a big moment for me, too. This is a major discovery. And if I don't act soon, someone else in the subreddit could beat me to it. You know, ever since you became Sigurd, all you think about is applause and attention. You're the one who convinced me to try out for the mascot in the first place. Shouldn't you be happy for me? I was, but now you don't even care about what's important to me. I thought you were my friend, Conrad. It's not Conrad. It's Sigurd, and I'm taking that sword. <laughs> hey, give that back. I'll give that back after the game tomorrow night. Stop! Come back here! Lars takes a knee, and time runs out. The Kensington Vikings have defeated the St. Michael Valkyries to complete their perfect season. What a turnaround this season for the Vikings. They were in the dregs of the standings year after year, and now they're claiming the LEIF Leif Erikson Cup for the very first time tonight. Leif! And here comes St. Michael's quarterback and their mascot, Brunhilda, with the trophy. They're coming to midfield to present the trophy to Kensington quarterback Lars Jepsen and Sigurd. This is the first time this cup has come to Kensington, but it won't be the last. Go Vikings! Oh, look at this. Wow, the field has begun to glow. It's kind of a greenish light coming up from the ground. Is this part of a celebration that Kensington planned? It's the Draugr! Everybody, run! Freya, what are you doing? Are, are you crazy? You're ruining the trophy presentation. I was just joking before about there being Draugr here, but then I saw that light. It's the barrier between the land of the living and the land of the dead. It means the Draugr are about to rise. Those Viking zombie things? 
They're real? Yeah, and we don't have much time. But why would they suddenly rise, like, right now? They have an insatiable hunger for treasure, and the Viking gold in the trophy must have awoken them. Conrad, er, sick, whatever! Where did you put that Viking sword? It's in my equipment bag on the sidelines. We're going to need it. I'll get it for you, Freya. We're explaining it as we see it. That eerie light is fading, and the ground is starting to shake oh, around the 20-yard line. Oh my, something's coming Whoa. up out of the ground. It looks like a hand or something with long, sharp claws. What? Uh. It's a head! Oh, nasty. Skin rotting. It looks like it's missing an eyeball. Now, what in the world? It's pulling itself up out of the ground. It's on its feet now, and it's staring straight at the Leif Erikson cup. Leif, that's not all. A whole line of those things are clawing their way through the ground along the 20-yard line. They seem to be waiting for something. I think we just found out what they're waiting for. A zombie twice as big as the others just crawled out of the end zone. It's a scene of total chaos on the field. What are we still doing in the booth? The team's running away in terror. Stop. That's Sigurd. Kensington Vikings, huddle up around me. Lars, you lead the crowds out of the stands to safety. Yes, Sigurd. Freya, what's the Draugr's weakness? We have to act fast before they regain their full strength. Draugr are mostly decayed, so if we hit them hard enough, they should just fall apart. The big guy at the end of the field is their master, so we need to take him out. Got it. I need some solid blocking so I can run straight up the field with the master. Understood? Yes, Sigurd. You can't just charge at the master unarmed. Take this sword! Thanks, Freya. Now, break! On my mark. Now! The Vikings come out of the huddle led by Sigurd. He's directing them to line up. This formation looks familiar. Omaha! Omaha! What, what, what? It's the Berserker play! The offensive line slams into the front line of the zombies. The blockers reduce them to a pile of bones and rotting flesh. Sigurd takes advantage of the opening and runs straight up the middle, headed to the end zone. Sigurd's at the 50, the 40. Oh no, one of the zombies broke a tackle and is coming for Sigurd. Whoa. Oh! Sigurd swings his sword and stride and levels the zombie into a pile of bones. Sigurd's at the 10, and now he's in the end zone, staring down the giant zombie. Sigurd winds up with the sword. The giant zombie just swiped his claws at Sigurd and slashed his mascot suit to shreds. Conrad! Conrad! Use the sword! Go for the head! Do it now! I can't believe what we're watching. Sigurd, er, Conrad, I guess, appears to be frozen in fear. Come on, kid! Swing that sword! Conrad, you can do it! The giant's winding up for a big swing. This kid is a goner for sure! Conrad! Look out! Lars is just in time! He really laid that giant zombie out! Conrad, let's go! Conrad! Conrad! We gotta go, bruh! Conrad's still frozen, but Lars has got him in a fireman's carry and is bringing him back to the line of scrimmage. And now more zombies are popping up all over the field. 
Lars ducks and weaves in between them with Conrad over his shoulders. This is insane. The giant zombie's back on his feet and he's summoning the new wave of zombies to come to him. Uh, meanwhile, Lars has made it safely back to the team with Conrad. Conrad, what do we do now? Conrad, wake up! <sighs> Guys, huddle up. Yes, Freya! We have to think fast. Draugr aren't mindless creatures like in zombie movies. They can plan and work together, and the master is the brains of the operation. Let's update you on what's happening down in the end zone. The giant has pulled the other zombies into what looks like maybe a huddle of their own? What are they doing? Are they drawing up a play? Are they discussing X's and O's? what I tell you? They're going to try to keep us from getting close to the master. Lars, you and the team hit the front line again. Got it! Vikings! Blitz up! Snap out of it, Conrad! We've got to take out the master! Conrad! Sigurd! I'm not Sigurd. I, I can't do it. I'm too weak. You have to throw the sword. Lars should throw the sword. He's the QB. Apologies to Lars, but I've only seen one person who could throw that distance with that much power and accuracy. It's just like the skit with the cheerleaders. I can't throw. Sigurd is the one who throws. Sigurd is just a costume. You've been the one doing it all along, Conrad. Slay it. Slay it. Oh, well, Conrad's finally moving on his own. He takes a few steps down the field with sword in hand. He's now looking down the field at the rest of the team. He's hyping them up. He's pointing downfield. He winds up. Ah, it's another cannon blast. The blade is spinning like mad all the way down the field. Oh, a perfect shot right to the giant's head. His decayed corpse collapses in a massive heap. I still don't know why we're here in the booth. Now it's the other zombies who are frozen in horror. Vikings, charge! Conrad, you showed a lot of heart out there tonight. You should totally go out for quarterback next year after I graduate. Thanks, Lars. At tryouts, I'll just imagine that my target is an undead monster. <laughs> just try not to take their head off, okay? <laughs> and we should hang out sometime. Maybe Freya could come too? I'd like that. Freya, I didn't see you there. Remember this thingy? Right, the Leaf Erickson Cup. I'd almost forgotten about it. You deserve to lift this up as yourself, not Sigurd. I knew you could do it, Conrad. Thanks, Freya. And I'm sorry I didn't take you seriously. You were right about everything. And I think you have enough evidence now to back your Viking graveyard theory. Wait till the Viking subreddit sees this. We destroyed the field anyways, so it's the perfect time to dig it up. I'd love to be on the excavation team with you, Freya. That'd be great. What about you, Conrad? I'd be honored. Let's celebrate, but not for too long. 
According to legend, we ought to burn these corpses and destroy the ashes before they rise again. Yes, ma'am. Fellow Vikings, this trophy belongs to all of us. Go Vikings! Go Vikings! Oh, what a night! The Kensington Vikings go undefeated against their fellow football opponents, as well as an army of undead Vikings. And they found one heck of a quarterback prospect in Sigurd, I mean, Conrad. Well, the zombie stench out here is overpowering. So I think it's long overdue that we sign off. Good night, everybody. We've got things to do, like argue over Leif and Leif. Leif! It's Leif. We're back here with Brian Tanner, the senior producer of the new BYU Radio podcast, Kaboom. BYU Radio already has a storytelling podcast called The Appleseed. You mentioned it not too long ago. So why launch Kaboom, Brian? Well, I should say I am also the senior producer of The Appleseed. So that is a show that I am highly invested in. And it is a storytelling show. It revolves mostly around... Um, storytellers, a solo person standing in front of a microphone telling a story to a live audience. So that's the core of the show. But then we have also branched out to make other kinds of stories, including these big cinematic audio dramas like the one you just heard. And those started resonating so well with people that we decided, let's spin these off into their own podcast so that we can do more of them. And the people who love them can just go straight to the source and get the audio dramas that they love. They can also subscribe to the Appleseed and get the storytelling that they love. What are some of the other episodes that you have coming up or that are already on Kaboom right now? So we're in the middle of our first season right now. And some of the episodes that you can already go and listen to are, for instance, Episode one is called Out There. It's a story about a couple of estranged brothers who have to reunite to help each other find a UFO in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) There's another one where it's about a family that works together as a team, but not your ordinary team. They are super spies. They pull these high-tech heists to rescue stolen works of art. So what we try to do with this show is we try to find realistic characters and families and thing you might recognize from from your own life but then we just introduce some kind of twist into it you know there's there's aliens there's zombies there's dragons something like that that's why we call it kaboom there's always some kind of like boom <laughs> thing that's that sets the plot off some kind of whiz bang element and we th- we think that's a lot of fun and also football at least for one episode exactly. i'm sure i'm sure we'll see more sports coming up right <laughs> Absolutely. And when we do, I would love to come back here to Behind the Mic. All right. Sounds good. Brian Tanner, senior producer for the new BYU radio podcast, Kaboom. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you, Cleon. Make sure you subscribe and download Kaboom wherever you find podcasts. You can make it easy and just listen to it on the BYU radio app. That's where you can also find the Behind the Mic podcast. Kaboom and Behind the Mic are productions of BYU Radio.